Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to the SmackDown preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by another one of the Dudley Boys, Michael Hamlet from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of Friday Night SmackDown. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Uh, <laughs> we do daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review SmackDown, but also the show formerly known as NXT 2.0. <laughs> we dynamite AW Collision pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete. A bloody good quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, though, join my Michael Hamlet to look ahead to tonight's episode of SmackDown, which of course means oh, gee, no, don't. Look, I'm as excited as anybody, but do not press. God forsaken, 20th Century Fox button again. Yeah, you're right. I shouldn't do that. I should do this instead. <laughs> oh, eh, oh. I was going to say, keep it as a bed, like when you were a DJ. We could like start a link and then it could just... Well, nice little donut, yeah. yeah. Is that what they're called? Yeah, if you a sting at the beginning, yeah. talk, and then a thing at the I end. Didn't, I love learning little radio terminology bits like that. A donut. Yes. Very nice. Yeah, keep it I as a... I have that on my Friday night show. Like, it's Friday night, baby! <laughs> Who's on the wine? Here's uh, Freak from Desire or whatever. <laughs> I'm losing energy! <laughs> do you know where that... Do-, make, do you know my favourite story about that? Yeah, yeah, go on. It's Friday... Uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, no one's left in the office uh, aside from a couple of lads who were prepping for the footy coverage at the weekend. Mm-hmm. But also, because it's Friday, they'd make sure the office was nice and clean for a Monday. So there would be times where our newsreader's doing her last bit. I'm there ready to go, let's go, it's Friday night. <laughs> and I've got one of our kids <laughs> in the studio. And I was like, can you stop hoovering? I meant to sum out just about the uh, set the West Midlands off on their weekend. <laughs> like the episode of The Office, where it's Tim's 30th birthday, but he gets into work so early because he was up anyway. Yeah. And uh, the Joan, the cleaning lady's cleaning, and he's wearing Hat FM, only you're literally Hat FM. <laughs> you're providing the music that goes into Hat FM. Yeah. I love that. I, I like learning things, uh, as I imagine the listeners do, so God knows why they're listening to the Smackdown preview. But uh, that donut, is that what we're calling it? Uh-huh. Where they got that from Mindy's Bakery. Uh Because uh, CM Friggin' Punk is on SmackDown. I feel like Oprah Winfrey. Like, to all our listeners right now, you get a fed. You get a fed. <laughs> Everybody gets feds. Like, CM Punk on a Friday night, and not just there for no reason, although he could be, as far as I'm f***ing concerned. It's a punker, <laughs> right? Get hyped. Get excited. It's Friday night slash Saturday morning whenever you want to. catchphrase coming soon as well. Stay effing tuned. Don't know why I censored that one. Um, but I, like the SmackDown general manager, can't remember his name, is surely tonight going to want to try and get the punter's name on the dotted line. He's just uh, managed to get Randy Orton, mm-hmm. which will feel like a bit of a steal because Adam Pearce seemed to think he had him locked down. Yeah. And then uh, SmackDown GM got the business done. Adam Pearce made no secret on Monday Night Raw that he had every intention of signing CM Punk. Seth Rollins said, <laughs> do your worst. Yeah. But uh, what we know about the GM, 
can't remember his name, stay tuned, is that he'll have been watching and he'll have been keeping an eye. He, uh, so far, has been quite sort of balanced and pragmatic, but seems to have a good overview of WWE and isn't afraid of bringing in a bit of a renegade, a bit of a wild card, mm. based on the fact that within seconds of getting Orton's signature, he was getting slammed into the mat with an RKO. <laughs> yes. So I think they've quite nicely built up the idea that Punk arrives and... Not necessarily bidding war stuff, but just the idea that it's he's going to say it's going to be like it's my first SmackDown in ten years. Last time I was on SmackDown, I <laughs> myself. Uh, but the guy I was fighting against probably <laughs> himself when he sees our ratings every week. Yeah. Uh, and anyway, it's just great to be back uh, amongst blue brand fans. Other likes to be blue. I don't know. Uh, it's tribute to the troops. Yeah. Uh, so I want to like. It's like it's you can punk can juggle this if he wants to. You can sort of pay very literally tribute to the troops while also kind of coming across a little bit insincere yes. and a little bit pandering. If you wish, maybe he'll choose not to do that. I, I get it over there or whatever. But he he could do both if he wanted. Mm-hmm. The SmackDown locker room is slightly different to the Raw one, so he can say something along the lines of, "Ah, oh, uh again nice night for me. Few less enemies than on Monday nights." And uh, the SmackDown GM, forgot what his name is, mm-hmm. can say, I know you're an animal lover. We've already got a big dog in our locker room, so Larry's going to fit right in. Very nice. Start uh, laying the groundwork. Mm-hmm. You are indeed the salt bear, <laughs> but you plant seeds <laughs> rather than salt. Adam Wilborn, the only real journalist. Yeah. And apparently meat chef. <laughs> Actually, no, there's no, uh, uh, there's no sort of vacancies for chefs at the moment. No, we've got two in the business, <laughs> and uh, everything they're dishing up is incredible. So I'm just afraid. Like, I and they're about to do the uh, predator handshake over a, a move, which we'll get to in due course from NXT to SmackDown for this US title tournament. Indeed, indeed, yeah, that's it. We think. Well, I say we or you. This, I think, you have landed on the perfect way to fill out the uh, the SmackDown United States title tournament, haven't you? Yes, we'll get to that. Um, but very excited because, especially because obviously there was such a mixed reaction to Punk's debut uh, uh, promo on Raw, mm. and you thought, okay, well that'll get cleaned up on the the next Raw, and then he wasn't on that, so we've been made, made to wait a little bit longer. I am still fully in the belief that he's being completely disingenuous as part of this character that Seth Rollins is going to reveal. Mm. I've said I said this on the Raw uh, preview and review, I believe. Rollins is going to come to him next week and say. You came to Raw, you said you're home, and then you stayed at home for that show. And then now you've gone to SmackDown, you said you love that place as well. You are a liar, I'm going to expose you, and slowly that mask is going to slip, just like it did when he said, I'm not here to make friends, I'm here to make money. And maybe that's what's going to be the case. Whoever the SmackDown GM, whatever his name is, Mm. he's going to say, I can give you all these amazing opportunities. I know I've promised you know, Randy Orton that he'll get his hands on the people that, that took him out, but I'll offer you huge title matches, you can face Roman, you can uh, fight for the US title against Logan Paul if you want, you could form a tag team and do something there, and all Punk's going to say is, how much are you going to pay me? Yeah, that would be great, wouldn't it? Like, let's, all that sounds good, let's talk money, Mm. that kind of thing, and he doesn't need to be a complete arsehole about it as well, like the cynicism can be layered underneath like, the, the speech can... I would like him to open the show tonight, by the way. Ooh. Like, the gap from, like, the uh, Raw after Survivor Series to now, it's been a while. Like, it's only been a week, but it feels a lot yeah. longer, doesn't it? So I would love it if he opened the show tonight and just kind of laid out his mission statement, whatever that might be. I don't know. I think it's going to be absolutely fascinating regardless. The thing about opportunity, mm. maybe that's what plays into a big thing happening tonight with CM Punk. Maybe 
the SmackDown GM kind of lays that on the line and he says, yes, like Randy Orton saw the window of opportunity wide open here on W brand. And the same goes for you, Punk. And I want to say that tonight. I'm not wishy-washy with my uh, offers. I'm going to lay it on the table. You sign on the dotted line tonight and I will give you a spot, the first spot from SmackDown in the 2024 Royal Rumble. Oh my God. The crowd goes wild. Start Alan Grace. first two people announcing the Rumble are Cody and Punk. Right, imagine that. So Punk's like... saying that to you in time travelling four years ago. Punk's eyebrows raise. He's like, you know, he does that like, man, when he used to stroke his chin. Like that when uh, mm. when Vince was like agreeing to offer him CM Punk the movie. Like, and he's, yeah, maybe, yeah. And then all the music hits. Style and Grace, Adam Pierce is in the place. He's <laughs> come from rough to the kingdom of the big smackdown. Uh, and he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Sweet child of mine. <laughs> Sweet child of mine. <laughs> Garlic bread. So he's got, um, he's got just... <laughs> Please explain that because people aren't going to know what we're talking about. What, what do you mean people aren't going to know that I'm referencing the ghost of Jeff Hardy enjoying Peter Kay's stand-up specials? Basically, yeah, me and him went on a, a tangent and kind of annoyed everyone in the office doing Jeff Hardy impressions because he said he was a ghost yeah. man. <laughs> And then we spun off and started texting each other. How'd it get there? I can't remember. But we said, what if what if Ghost Jeff Hardy did Peter K comedy, basically? It's spitting, man. Do you guys remember Bullseye? They'd show him the speedboat, then they'd take it away. I think I was wearing my Bullseye Christmas jumper. That might have been it. That might have been it. Uh, One of many, by the way. I was going to say, like, sarcastically, have we gone niche enough, but then it's a SmackDown preview, so it sort of feels like, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're not even close. Uh, hang on. Wait a second. Um, I feel like we need a button for this at this point. But uh, Ghost, Jeff Hardy, doing Peter K a bit slash watching Bullseye. Brian, your time is now. <laughs> Sorry. You know, you, he's got it's like to do. pad and pencil in front of him. Uh, what if, yeah, so uh, whatever the name of the SmackDown GM is, he's yeah. trying to uh, get Punk to sign on the dotted line. And just like we saw with Randy Orton, out comes Postman Pierce. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, oh, no, 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 you've got to sign for, for, for Raw for all the reasons I've just mentioned. And uh, whatever the SmackDown GM is like, no, 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 you need to sign for SmackDown. No, you need to sign for all. No, you need to sign for SmackDown. And then Postman Pierce says, whatever the whatever the SmackDown GM's name is, he says that. And then he says, ice cream. You scream. We all scream for him. He's going to bring back the ice cream bars. And everybody gets an ice cream bar. Thank you, you pebby. Where are they actually tonight? I'll look that up. But it's like, um, it's a WWE version of the AW one. So other than freebies, they're like $5 each. <laughs> yeah. It's like, money, money, money. Well, and it's all been added up to your ticket price. <laughs> well, Providence, Rhode Island. Providence, Rhode Island. What? Uh, what's the building called? If you've got it there, Amica Mutual Pavilion. Yeah, and then uh, smutty out of that. Amica Mutual Pavilion, more like. Pavilion, more like. Pavilion, a bad deal. Yeah. Speaking of which, oh my god, what if? Oh my god. Whatever the name of SmackDown GM is, says, hey, Punk, I want you to sign for, for SmackDown. Yeah. But, hey, uh, in the words of Libby X, take some time thinking it over, right? Nice, very good. I've been loving some Libby X in the yeah. office this week. The only, that's the only X me and Hamlet really recognize. <laughs> um, take some time. In fact, I am mad at you, baby. Why don't you stick around on commentary for the evening? <gasps> oh, my God. 
And the rating goes like six million. Or In this ring, on that microphone, hell, even on commentary, my one of my best friends, Wade Barrett, chumming it up with CM Punk. We put blood around the Nexus, didn't we? Remember? Shall we just like round this out with what I actually think is going to be? Wait a second, are they on Raw now? I've just remembered. Weird is, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've been Michael Cole. Yeah. Sorry. There's like 50 guys on the desk now, isn't there? Because like, they, uh, they don't really trust Kevin, Kevin Patrick. Patrick yeah. so it's like Michael Cole, Corey Graves. It's like that time when they didn't really trust Moro and then the desk just had to keep getting bigger. Yeah. And Corey Graves is sitting there like the Wish version of Punk. <laughs> oh, God. Can you imagine them two next to each other? Corey Graves wants to do Spider-Man memes. I was like, no, we're not doing that. Yeah, so... Uh, Smackdown GM Whatever his name is Whatever he's called Forget um, I've obviously laid out the pitch Adam Pearce is interrupted We're going to get to a point Where people are going to get Stop going to Smackdown With what's the name Of the Smackdown <laughs> GM On a sign Here if they wanted to take The hashtag Smackdown catchphrase On a sign oh. ever I very much welcome it It's uh, it's kind of sweeping the nation If the nation is Like about three people on aches. Um So Aye Offer's been made Adam Pearce interjects And says Look the Royal Rumble, you've been in them, Punk. You know that it's an arduous, taxing thing. Uh, great, opportun- great opportunity. But, like, what isn't the SmackDown GM offering you? Because he brought Randy Orton over because Orton wanted Roman Reigns and wanted a bloodline. Like, notice that he's not offered that to you. Is he scared of his champion? <laughs> I'm certainly not. Why enter the Rumble to win a title shot? when you can sign on the dotted line to get one. You versus Seth Rollins at the Royal Rumble if you sign with Raw for the World Heavyweight Championship. Oh, my God. And Punk's like, it's been really nice to meet you, SmackDown General Manager. Yes. I must catch your name before I leave. (laughs) But, uh, uh, and I'm sure we could be great friends, but I'm not here for friendship. I'm here for money, and I will sign with this red pen on that dotted line, Mm. and I will see you Monday. I really like that. But the thing is, if you open the show with that, I mean, what are you going to end the show with? I mean, yes, obviously, you've got a WrestleMania rematch between and Asuka. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got the beginnings of the United States title tournament. But is there anything else on this show? Let me just consult my notes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wrote in my notes, what's next for Randy Orton? And mm-hmm. then I checked, and they've announced a match for tonight. Okay. It is... Solo Sokoa uh-huh. and Jimmy Uso uh-huh. versus Randy Orton yep. and L.A. Knight. Yeah. What? It's going to be the uh, best worst match ever. <laughs> kind of can't wait for it. Uh, we're kind of the last guys to not actually be very good when the bell rang and absolutely kick ass yeah. regardless. This is going to be so friggin' hot. Like, R-K-O. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um aye. Where we're at right now. <laughs> Imagine that like LA Knight up here. LA Knight, aye. <laughs> um friggin' Orton's uh, comeback has been like, let's be honest, right? I would keep these two things as separate as possible because numbers wise, and you know, if you are if you were had a thing that could measure decibels, maybe even volume wise. Like, on Raw, if not Survivor Series, Randy Orton's return certainly generated more acclaim than CM Punk's, yeah. right? So I think it makes sense to split both those two things up. Uh, you know, in the mind of Kevin Owens, there's one person who is happy to see back than the other. Like, Randy Orton right now is as hot button within WWE, if not more, than Punk himself. So I would absolutely put this on last. Uh, this is where you pull the trigger, because I thought they were going to do it recently, on the splash into the, the Uso splash into the RKO. 
Ooh, I like that. And you can give that away on television. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, Orton pins Jimmy Uso. Yeah, that's let's cut to the chase there. Um, aye, this won't be much to look at match-wise, I don't think, but it'll just be hot, so who cares? It, the you know roof what, is going to come off this place. The current rules of Randy Orton, until I say otherwise, and LA Knight Brackets General, is that it's not much to look at, but it's a lot to listen to. Yeah. Like, these matches are never ones that you kind of... Never ones that you remember lots of the action for within days of them happening, but in the moment, it's ve- like the empty calorie excitement for your pro wrestling because the noise in the buildings tends to be very loud, the crowd tend to be super enthusiastic. It's kind of magnetic, and you sort of find yourself getting pulled in. Orton at the moment's got like does amazing arms. Like I'm just going to stare at Orton's traps when he's reaching <laughs> for the hot tag. Quite honestly, Jimmy Uso is a blast. Solo Sokoa is back in that position where like he's kind of being quietly rebuilt as a killer because going down the line here, Roman Reigns is going to have to return when like, let's be honest, Orton and Ellen Knight have kind of been kicking the bloodline's ass, mm. so he's going to have to come back in quite the foul mood. They've got a ridiculous. I'm going to look this up whilst you talk there. They've got a ridiculous number already sold for a show in January that isn't the go home for. Uh for the Rumble. Is that a speculative attendance based on the fact that Roman might be in the building? Well, that's what I'm thinking. If they haven't done that already, then they'll go, we'll just do that show. Yeah, like, Roman will be back, obviously, uh, probably early in 2024. And I do expect the Budline to be due a bit of a bollocking. The Jimmy Uso thing is hilarious because at what point will Roman think, you know what, there was a period where I realised I kind of owed you one, two, three, four, or five, but I've owed you them now. Mm. You absolute clown. You're (laughs) embarrassing this group. Uh, Solo Sokoa, on the other hand, will feel none of that and will probably be just expected to fall in line and fold his arms and do what he's told. Mm-hmm. And now he's had enough time without the tribal chief breathing down his neck that he's starting to develop a little bit of independence himself. But as a result of all that, you can book these two to lose tonight and it not in any way. It doesn't damage the bloodline. It doesn't damage the veneer that Roman's still very much in charge of this show. And it heats, well, not that you need it. It keeps Randy Orton red to white hot ahead of being the Rumble challenger. When is the Rumble next year? I assume the late 27th? January. 27th. Okay, yeah. yeah. So uh, tonight, by the way, just for if you're interested in this sort of thing, uh, a whopping 88 tickets still left for this show. <laughs> right. That was as of... Uh, the early hours of this morning, our time. It's mad numbers too. Just, just 8,600 tickets sold. I uh, couldn't crack the Big Ten. Uh, Dreams over. Literally won't won't fit those people in it. No. Um, and, yeah, the Royal Rumble's 27th, so mm-hmm. not the go-home. Uh, the week before, they are at the uh, State Farm Arena in Atlanta, Georgia, and they've already sold 10,600 tickets. It's really impressive. The... There was a report, I want to say it was WrestleNomics, because they were across this, or WrestleTics, I guess, but I just in general, there was discussion about those that know more than we do and keep more of tabs on this, that it has, uh, business has shown trends of softening slightly the WWE of late. Some of that is... In the words of Liberty X, just a little. Just a little bit more in the run-up to Christmas. But uh, obviously what Triple H can, well, presumably rely on is that this is almost a perfect time for it to soften because he can reheat it at the hottest time of the year for the company. Like mm. You don't want those numbers to be trending downwards at all, ever. But when they do, to know that this big streak of shows, Rumble to Mania, is on the horizon, he's got to feel like he can quickly reverse that trend. If SmackDown was on the hob, he's reached it down to a simmer to bring it to the boil when it's uh, time to serve up. I break his cooking. <laughs> you did, did well that. 
Oh, you know what? While we're talking about uh, cooking, mm. long-time listeners of the show, well, that I'm quite the uh, amateur chef myself. <laughs> and uh, what? and um, I want to give a shout-out because we're not just a wrestling podcast. Aren't we? Well, I admire my esteemed colleagues' attempts to turn this into a food-centric show. But um, I don't think his recipes really reach people in the way mine do. Because I want to shout out John Oldfield, at John Oldfield 5, and at Chaotic uh, underscore Alice. Alice, who we met at our live show. Yes, I've still got my uh, drink Mountain Dew oh, for the post-Christmas party. This, this time next week, this uh, podcast will be brought to you by Massive Hangovers. Oh my God, I can't wait. Maybe you'll catch Alice if you tune in to the YouTube premiere oh, yeah. of our live show coming this Monday. Afternoon UK time, we'll confirm that. But like, stick around. Yes. Like, like the SmackDown catchphrase, it will be coming. We promise. What cool dressing podcast on YouTube? Yeah, uh, Alice was there. John wasn't, but I'm sure John would have loved to have made it. He's uh, hey, maybe it's not the last live show we'll do. Well, we will see indeed. Um, and both of them, Wilborn, sent me pictures uh-huh. as they prepared to sit down with AW Dynamite from Wednesday. Right food, wrong show. Uh, <laughs> with. Cheese slices and mini cheddars <laughs> to make one of my culinary delights. Brian, if you listen, if you want to put a face on mini cheddars, that's also fine. That's frankly a dream of mine. Yeah. But um, <laughs> what are you doing? I'm eating my own face. It's, <laughs> I'm the cheddar. It's like Dwight when he's the bobblehead. Yes. I'm the mini cheddar. Like the, uh, And nothing but compliments. And what I love about John and Alice as my uh, sous chefs mm. in this particular scenario <laughs> is that John? I've got replies from the pair of them. Feedback. Which mm. I, look, I welcome. Yes. Just because you're top of the game, it doesn't mean that you can't find a new top. It doesn't mean that you can't break the glass ceiling no, no, no. above your head. <laughs> John said, in reference to him realizing that he'd eaten them all last night in one go, the Ian Beale, I've got nothing left. <laughs> Deep sadness in his heart, they're all gone. Alice. Don't be sad that it's over. Be glad that it happened. Indeed. Well, funny you say that, right? Because, uh, Alice, this is, I like this from my sous chefs. And if and when I open my restaurant full of things like cereal and sandwiches made out of cheese slices and mini cheddars, all at very affordable prices. That's kind of the point. Also, quick note, just for HBK, wrestler called Sous Chef for NXT. Sous Chef. She'd be class, wouldn't she? I'll tell you what, she's class. Alice. Because uh, she said, it's going to be nice. However, it's going to be better tomorrow with... Dairy lychee slices. Oh my God. Now you're talking my language. She's fancying up the original recipe. I made this one that was kind of fancy. fancy. I made one that I wanted to be accessible to everybody. But Alice, fair play to her, made the choice that I'm going to uh, take this to the next level. I'm going to go on brand. <laughs> now, to that point. My, my heart belongs to the laughing cow, but I understand. Yeah, I get that. That's Big a, laughing dairy. cow do slices or not? You get the little. Um, uh, I was what talking about laughing cows giggle just the other day for some reason. <laughs> I think I just bring it up occasionally in conversation if people are unaware. It does things to me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't say that. Um, we've said virtually everything else along yeah. those lines before, but you know, uh, I wonder what Stacks would think about your relationship with the laughing cow. Double date, perhaps. <laughs> That's a good point, yeah. La- I wonder if the Laughing Cows met Judgment Daisy. Oh. I wonder if we should find a way to bring it up on a podcast, maybe next Tuesday or Wednesday. <laughs> Uh, I want to just kind of continue on this a little bit. We're heading for Christmas, right? Remember the last, was it last week or the week before we were talking about uh, pipes of Pringles and the different flavours that you oh, can get? About two weeks ago, I think, yeah. yeah. 
We're heading into Christmas. Holidays. And uh, over in the UK, I'm not sure if this applies to our American listeners, please send me pictures if this is a thing, because I just love this sort of stuff. Uh, certain crisp snacks, your cheddars, your twiglets. Twiglets is exactly what I was thinking. Come in these big canisters. Yeah. Right? Now, what they exist for is... Cheeselets. Cheeselets. What these exist for is something that I'm fundamentally against, right? You get these canisters, and they're there for Christmas time because it's based on the idea that people have other people around at their houses, and you've got those little bowls or the little, uh, you know, those glass dishes that are divided into four. I know he's got one that's shaped like a Christmas tree. Right, so yeah, and you put different snacks, cheeselets, twiglets, cheddars in different compartments, and people can pick and choose the bits they like. Nana! We've discussed this before. I don't like crisps in bowls. I don't like the flavor profiles getting mixed because why do I want a twiglet? If I want a twiglet and a mini cheddar, I'd make it out of a sandwich. More on that in a podcast in the future, I imagine, <laughs> when, I've, when I've tried it because now I've just thought about it. But those canisters are great for a guy like me at this time of year. Why? More. <laughs> yeah. You get them on discount. If you look at the weights, like Tesco's or Asda or whatever, they give you the price per gram. Like if you're really smart about this, sometimes a canister is better value than a multi-pack, depending yeah. on the price of the multi-pack. So if you get them and you just and eat You can them, eat your multi-pack all in one go anywhere. Exactly. <laughs> eat more, gorge like the cookie monster. Get the canister. And I love the feeling of the lid coming back. And Luis also had an, a spare one of these dishes, right? Mm-hmm. And I'd been to the shop and bought one of those big bags of Mawam, right? M-A-O-A-M. Mawam. You've got your Mawam stripes. You got love the, them. The, I don't know what they're called, the little... We've ones. definitely talked about this before, but like people that don't know, go and Google Mawan because the fruit f- on the on the uh, wrappers. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, the fruit don't. F- the, there's like this guy. I'm like, I'm John Mawan, <laughs> and he f- the fruit, and the fruit broadly seem okay with it. But there is a couple of packets where like the eyes have been like drawn to look a bit nervous. Like uh, John, I'm just having a long day at work. I'm a bit tired. I got a bit of a headache, and it's like Mawan, down the. F- <laughs> Right. But oh, they had the pinballs as well in there. Good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, they all go. What's your favourite Mawam? As in design or flavour? Both. Like, because they've got different textures. And there's no bad ones, obviously. There's no bad ones. The pinballs have got like that sort of like the, the shell of the pinball cracks in your mouth. I do like to play a little game with myself sometimes. Go on. Right. Laying on the sofa, watching probably the ANC behaviour, because mm-hmm. NXT deadlines this weekend is goaded. Yep. Um, all from this Monday, probably just re-watching our live show. Of course, yeah. Uh, but I'm reaching into the bag, Mal, I'm, I'm not looking. And I'm unwrapping it, and I'm, it's a surprise. Oh, I love that, yeah. They're like with stripes or something. Yeah. Pack it. Yes. Stripes and sticks have the same texture. Sticks, that's what I'm and thinking of. And I would pick, of. it's spelled uh, S-T-I-X. Yes, yeah, That's not Jay White talking about our colleague from NXT. <laughs> um, I'd, 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 Coke's probably, Coca-Cola probably, the cola bottle flavour is probably my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> I like Van the Mawam blocks by the way. I like that he develops. He's just happy to be carrying the Mao mix, but on joystick. But anyway, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. So. Like the excitement of the. I like their Raspberry one, by the way. That's my favorite. Yeah. Like, I like the random. That's a really good game. I'm going to play that. Yeah. Because it adds a bit of. It adds, I was going to say a bit. Even more buzz to the buzz of eating Mawam. <laughs> right. But I. Uh, what was I Oh, yeah. So I bought this big bag of Mawam. 
and uh, mixed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know they did that. This big, I think it was at like one of the you know discount stores, mm. or whatever. And Aunt Louise said, "You can put the leftover malam in the bowl." And I went, "What leftover <laughs> malam? I don't finish until the bag's gone." Yeah, insane. I'd be finished before the bag of Malam. <laughs> yeah, I'm only finished when I've been sick. It's that uh, Pete Doherty Bo Select thing, isn't it? The Malam will kill me one day. I know that. <laughs> Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week, you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Right, let's get back to uh, Friday Night Smackdown. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into the US title tournament in due course. Smackdown. We have a WrestleMania rematch. Asuka versus Shalafire. And the ongoing issues between damage control and what Bailey's involvement is with it. Because he tried, she tried to help last week. Yeah. I uh, Well, we've talked in this podcast. I've been giving them quite a lot of credit with how they've kind of fixed this damage control thing and not just made the group itself a bit more relevant, but made the babyface turn of Bailey that we think is coming feel a bit more believable, uh, feel a bit more relatable. It's hard watching her get ousted, even mm. though this is like this group of bastards that she set up to cheat and win or whatever. Now we're at the point where EO's got the belt and like Dakota Kai has kind of 
seen the way the wind's blowing, basically, and thought, well, uh, Eel's kind of taken over this group. She's recruited Asuka without telling anybody. Uh, she didn't let any of us know that Kari Sane was coming back. But they're both really hard, Bailey. so I think I'm going to go with them. Mm. Um, it's been just sad to see this happening to Bailey. I think they're taking a slight risk. Uh, Charlotte wins, by the way, but I think that's possibly the risk here. I get what they're doing, right? So last week, Bianca beat Kyrie. Bianca, yes. Right. So this week, let's say Charlotte beats Asuka. Next week, does Shotzi get a title shot? A title Shotzi? Like against, like based on the fact that like all the War Games competitors are getting individual wins over damage Qatar, all right? Does Bailey try and fail to help Asuka here? Oh, she tries. Like, and she does everything she can. Because last week she was frozen out of even helping, wasn't she? Yes. So this week she tries, and it's not her fault that Asuka loses. But next week, in the EO Sky versus Shotzi match, does Shotzi have things in hand, and then Bailey save the title for EO Sky? Oh. You see? And then what's happened is, is that every single time they've been thinking, oh, we're losing these matches, and it's yet another thing you've done wrong, Bailey. And then EO retains, thanks to Bailey's help. And poor old Bailey still doesn't get any credit. She can't do right for doing wrong within damage control. Is that what this match, this Charlotte Asker match exists for? Yes, I think it's going to be another uh, attempt to prove her loyalty to damage control and uh, a win for Charlotte Flair. Oh my God. Oh my God. Charlotte what wins. What is going on up here? What is going on up here? Charlotte wins. Bailey tries to help. Remember that shot in Gorilla last week where poor old Bailey was left by herself? Mm. Well, later on in the show, the same thing's happened again. She sat on her own in Gorilla because damage, damage Katara have just, just left. They're pissed off. It's another defeat. It's the last thing they want after War Games and after last week's SmackDown. And she sat in Gorilla. Charlotte Flair's finished getting changed and she sort of, uh, and she was like, um, just so you know, by the way, Bailey, I saw what you did tonight, but I don't take it personally. Like, we go back a long way, and I know that loyalty was always very important to you. And uh, I know you're still in your gear from earlier, but you might want to check your phone because the, uh, the three of us have invited you back into the group chat. Anyway, see you later. Yeah. Uh, you, Will Bond is just staring. I can't. I also got slightly distracted, full disclosure, as you were talking about your booking. Did you know there was a Mauram advent calendar? What? And... What's the worst thing about advent calendars? Uh, nothing. Well, they only run for 25 days. Okay, yeah, yeah. This one goes to New Year. Oh, yeah. Do you know once, right? Is this... I'll answer my own question. Yes, this is the most Michael Lamplett thing ever. I once had a fed advent calendar that had a Happy New Year countdown. Uh, I want to say it was like when I was too old for it as well. I was probably about like 15, 16. And Kevin Owens was throwing mugs at walls. I was like 15, 16, but it had wrestlers on it. So I, I bet my mum was like in the supermarket and thought, oh, he's not grown out of that yet. I'll get him this. And it went, <laughs> it went all the way to New Year. Like wow. I think it was an Attitude Era one. So I would have been like, yeah, way too old for our rent calendars. I also love, I love, you know, social media accounts that, you know, they're just like throwing stuff out there. Yep. See what happens. People are, is if anyone needs encouragement to eat Mawab, right? <laughs> but they've done it anyway. Uh -huh. uh, they said, uh, I know people are going to eat our sweets, but in terms of promotion, bollocks, in terms of green promotion, <laughs> in terms of promotion, we're going to do it anyway. 
presumably it was just some bad weather the other day. Mm. And they wrote today's forecast, raining with a chance of pinballs. <laughs> What's it looking like where you are? And I've clicked on it. Not a single like or response. Poor bastards. Ah, oh, slap one on. Are you on the What Culture Wrestling? Yeah. yeah. Give him a like from What Culture Wrestling. There you go. And if there's anyone at Mauerwam, like there is at Lean Gate Vals, shout out. Uh, the Advent calendar's got some attention. Right. If there's anyone at Mauerwam that listens to this podcast or with links to Mauerwam, like, you know what we're like. Send some our way and we'll, well, we'll talk even more about you than we just did on this podcast that was reviewing a wrestling show. Do you want to play a little game? Yes, please. Because we just to take a break from the serious journalism. Okay, yeah. This tweet from a few days ago, mix two X's, obviously. Mm-hmm. Up your menu this Christmas. Choose fun and swap blank for sweets. It's time to play the game. Time to play, time the, to play game. the game. <laughs> so picture the scene. Yeah. You've laid out your Christmas dinner. Yep. What are you swapping out for sweets? Hmm. Right. Social media people like it to be sort of catchy, even though it is the work of, I'll say this on Stitcher's behalf, it is the work of lazy hacks. Mm-hmm. And believe me, takes one to know one. Sometimes I do this. Lazy, lazy hacks. I think they all have thought alliteration. <laughs> You're booing me. <laughs> I didn't mean to bless the rest of that. They put a sound effect. You're booing me. That wasn't me. Right. They'll have thought alliteration. They'll have thought... What do people typically not like on the Christmas dinner? That's, is it Christmas or holidays? Yeah, yeah. Right? But they're forced, like, if it's Christmas dinner, there are things they're not, they don't want to like. And I don't think it'll be, like, turkey or the meat because I think people just, like, hold that into yeah, yeah. higher regard. Well, Bon, I'm going to go with sprouts. Oh, bingo! They've even made a graphic, which I think has booze in... <laughs> That's pinballs and pinballs and sprouts. Green, green pinballs. Let me just press play. Apologies if this is going to get us taken down. <laughs> That's worse than me. That's a bit of us, that, to be fair. Again, no likes on it. Another like from the What oh. Culture account. Yeah, there you go. They're going to start sensing a pattern. Yeah. Uh, any of you guys listen to What Culture Wrestling? A flurry of hands got all of us. <laughs> why, why'd you ask? Well, yeah. Because well, it's got the, ca- the catchphrase. More on that later. More on that later. Coming soon. Uh, US title tournament. If you, uh, like a certain pop star, won't name any names, but let's just say that AEW offer uh, a debt of gratitude for having a smaller attendance roll in. Mm. Don't think I need to name it. Have I been swift enough about it? Do you think I don't know I've... about you, but I'm feeling like I can't wait to hear the SmackDown catchphrase. Have I tailored my teases enough? Yes, indeed, it is Adele. Look what you made me do, says Triple H, booking an amazing episode of SmackDown. <laughs> anyway, the US title... Me and you will never go out of style. No. The US, title, it. The US title tournament, or yeah. as I'm calling it, the Blue League, uh, kicks off tonight. <laughs> oh, God. You might as well drop that on the collision preview. Yeah, we're... <laughs> Please do that. It's the second best Blue League, really, after the US title tournament. <laughs> yeah. Um... Let's get the kind of uh, less interesting match out of the way first. Mm-hmm. I'm talking Bobby Lashley versus Karrion Cross. Although I say that, I'm fascinated to see what they're going to do with Karrion Cross. I sense Lashley wins here because street profits. Karrion Cross is trying. I'm writing about this for a list at the moment. Um, Karrion Cross changes his look quite often mm. in that old-fashioned wrestler way where 
you kind of doesn't want you to remember how the last run went. Uh, yeah. But there's been a few of them now in WWE. He's losing tonight, is a long story short here. He's a designated jobber for Bobby Lashley. Yeah, Bobby Lashley, who has become as over in American buildings as Baron Corbin is in French ones. <laughs> like, the cheers that he is getting currently seem to have positioned him as like a, a bit like Randy Orton, actually. Jacked and like just been around so long that fans think this is just nice to get to see him. Yeah. Like he's he's walking and talking and wrestling and acting like somebody that's been at this like 30 years and can still give. Yeah, in the words of uh, Brian Adams and Mel, Mel C, Bobby, when you're gone, I realise I'm in love. <laughs> I didn't see that one coming, did you? I, you know, I didn't. You know, I don't think anything. You could have asked me to name a hundred songs and I don't think you'd have gotten there. Love that tune. It's a great tune. Oh, yeah. Even food don't taste that good. Have you had my one? <laughs> Ah. Bobby Lashley wins. Yes, possibly through interference from Street Profits to protect Karrion Cross somewhat. No, you shouldn't need it. No, I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry, Karrion. But let's talk about the other match because I am very excited about this because it leads into my favourite subject, the best wrestling show of the week, NXT. Okay. And I realise we're talking about SmackDown, but come on, guys. Yeah. Because... Hey, it's a stacked podium. In the US title tournament, there is one... Santos Escobar, mm-hmm. who I think has been one of the biggest stars in WWE in the last month or so. Yep, having a great run. Versus Dragon Lee. Oh if, if only there was someone who's feuding with Dragon Lee, about to face Dragon Lee, maybe at a premium live event, and that could bring us closer to the amazing tag team that we've booked to face Rey Mysterio and Bad Bunny at WrestleMania next <laughs> year. Thoughts? I love any sort of opportunity for Dominic and Santos to come together as these people that spitefully hate Rey Mysterio when he couldn't have been nicer and more of a father figure to them. A literal father figure in one case. that uh, They both think he's basically their deadbeat dead. Yeah. It's great. And you're right. It's uh, it's nice overlapping booking here. Dominic Mysterio, for those that don't watch, keep up with, or listen to our NXT review, and if not, why not? Um Wes Lee, very unfortunately, has oh, got to get well soon, mate. Go off for a year with injury, and Dragon Lee will take his place against Dominic Mysterio for North American title. Uh, Dominic is, I, it's kind of owned that he's completely out of his depth against him, but here will presumably try and make his life a little bit easier by trying to injure Dragon Lee yeah. by interfering and helping Santos Escobar win. Yes, I like that a great deal. I think that's a nice bit of overlapping booking, and it promotes Wilborn this weekend's And what else? Might bolster the Gigliain show that could be also folded into SmackDown. Well, the US title tournament has seven spots filled, but there is one open spot for an NXT superstar. Mm-hmm. My pitch to you in the office this morning was, why don't they have, at Gigliain, on the kickoff, alongside a match that's actually going to be sensational, mm-hmm. uh, which is, of course, Nate... <laughs> back here. Ax- Axiom. No! Versus, I wish there was just a bigger. I need to get an extender. <laughs> yes, it's an extender. Nathan Fraser. When I'm cleaning windows. It sounds like this, but they are genuinely sensational pro wrestlers. That's going to be great. But also, why don't they put a battle royal on the kickoff show Love to it. determine who qualifies uh, for this final spot in a prestigious US title tournament? The, the winner, of course, goes on to face. Logan Paul's probably going to be Kevin Owens, but mm-hmm. um, let's not get ahead of ourselves. But if they don't do that, or even if they do, we can maybe help them in terms of selecting who gets into the tournament because I have NXT's roster page and I genuinely can't believe my eyes with how much amazing talent there is on here. Yep. 
And so, Michael Hamflet. Yep. It's time to play the game! I will scroll through in a different styling. Obviously, they're not going to do intergender stuff. So I'll just tell you. Sorry, <laughs> I've got really thrown there. I'm looking through the page, mm-hmm. right? Pictures of everyone. Your Gigi Dolines, your Duke Bloody Hudsons. Why is there two pictures of stacks? <laughs> Right, screenshot that now, Wilborn, because I imagine. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on? Please send that to me as soon as possible. It's incredible. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Can you you say, watch your back stacks (laughs) for stacks in your stacks impression? I don't know if you've been... Watch your back half. No, I can't do it, can you? So yeah. we'll have to let him know on Tuesday about that. We'll, we'll ask him. We'll see when he paused, if he was then asked to pause behind a version of it, a cardboard cut out of himself. Well, we'll, we'll do some... Uh, you're the real journalist, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe on the video podcast, you, the journalist, Will Bottom, can ask that. That's a good idea. As long as I ain't called away. It's just really unfortunate, the timing. Yeah. So, yeah, I've, I've, I'm going to... Instead of picking the line, I'm just going to tell you how many male wrestlers I have in front of me. Okay. As I scroll through... Uh, Pro Evo rules, you can uh, reject who, you have to take your third choice. Okay. In terms of who wins the Battle Royal or who just simply gets selected from NXT uh, to go into the SmackDown US title tournament. Lovely. Uh, Stop. <laughs> okay. You have... You have... Two options. Okay, I'll go with number two then. Okay. All right. <laughs> you currently have... Tank, one half of Hank and Tank, oh, who we love. We do love. I think I'm going to twist if that's okay. Needs a bit of uh, a bit of seasoning. Let's yeah. Say. Stop. Where the hell's Von? Oh, he's a free agent, isn't he? Of course. So him, Brock. So he's in. He's not eligible, basically, for this. I mean, he should. He should. Uh, yeah. Stop. Wait a second. Sorry. What a weird selection of free agents we've got. Brock, Logan Paul, MVP, Omo, Sion Quinn, and Von Wagner. <laughs> uh, right, sorry, I'll have it open again. Stop. Okay, you have... Oh. Let's say five to choose from. There's Ooh. six, but I'm just going to give you five. All right, I'll go with two again. Oh, you stupid bastards. Oh, God, what have I done? You could have had Duke Bloody Hudson. You could have had our boy Idris Sanofi. You could have had Dijak. You've put Drew Gulak in. Skip. Nope. Twist. Right, okay. Uh, okay, I am scrolling through. I forgot. It's a smaller page than usual. So, yeah. I'm not going to. Okay, move, let me move past that person. This, this, this is pressure, this, isn't it? Because we are absolutely stuck committed okay. to this last person. This person will be in the United States title tournament on SmackDown. And this person will be... Stop. Three. Oh, okay. Okay. You had eight to choose from. Ooh, right. It's a full block. If, I'll just tell you some of the people you could have chosen. Okay. okay? If you'd have said eight, mm-hmm. you'd have had Charlie Dempsey. Ugh. If you'd have said seven, you'd have had Stacks. Ah. It's okay. Yeah. Busy NXT tag, tag team champ- champion. Yeah. You'd have said two. Mm-hmm. I'd have allowed it. Yeah. It would have been Booker T. Mm-hmm. You said one, it would have been Boa, who would have cut up, did the tournament. You would have done. Uh, you also got the likes of Bronco Nima, mm-hmm. Carmelo Hayes. Oh. 
Brooks Jensen. Well, it's all happening at the moment. Coming to the main roster. Indeed. But you have selected, and I love you for this because, you know, you'd think, I mean, you'd think it'd be someone like Axiom because obviously he's just popped up recently on the main roster. But you'd think it'd just be a throwaway star that they just bring up, beat, see you later. I think we've got a new favourite for the US title tournament because Michael Hamlet, you have selected, and I could easily see this happening. I've double doing double duty on Saturday night, but who cares? NXT did lane goated. Braun Breaker! Oh, like we both probably thought here we were going to come up with a pattern suggestion, didn't we? But yep. instead we've come up with a potential legitimate winner. Like, of of uh, the world title, actually. I think he's going to dethrone Roman Reigns. What an interesting call-up that would be to put him in a tournament and maybe have him even just like be a losing finalist, but just plough through the first and second round on the Imagine way to that, the Because like, I think Austin Theory's in the tournament, isn't he? I know, he's, I know it'd be heel versus yeah. heel, but... Bron Breaker's going to be received as a babyface. And Bron Breaker's got previous regression. Well, uh, yes. more. Imagine Austin Theory getting on the mic and going, oh, look, just send the loser up from NXT. Who have I got? Oh, you've been murdered by the best spear in wrestling. It's a hell of a start. It's a hell of a start. We've done it. So there we have it. We've got uh, potentially, I mean, that might not happen tonight, but you've got uh, the continuation of the US title tournament, Dragon Lee versus Santos Escobar tonight, Bobby Lashley versus Karen Cross, Charlotte Flair versus Asuka, uh, Randy Orton and LA Knight versus The Bloodline, CM Punk returning to SmackDown. What a show, Michael Hamflirt. <sighs> Take it away, Taylor Swift. What? I'd just like to thank Taylor Swift for embracing the SmackDown catchphrase. Bye, Bye Taylor. Taylor. <laughs> Let us know your thoughts ahead of SmackDown tonight on eggs at what culture WWE. Watch there, check out Mawam's Twitter. <laughs> Start smashing some likes on that Twitter account. Show their social media some love. Follow Michael Hamflet at... Yeah, you didn't see that one coming, did you? We told you to stay tuned. At Michael Hamflet. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. Uh, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. The collision previews coming later on today as well as Wrestle Culture. Um, you let me on that again? Yeah, come on. Get well seen, Phil. I'm so sorry, everybody. Uh, yes. Except you, Matt Reigns. Wrestle Culture with myself, Hamflet, and Nicholas coming your way later on today. Uh, and as I mentioned earlier, make sure you check out the What Culture Wrestling Podcast YouTube channel on Monday for our live show. But for now, this has been the SmackDown Preview. My thanks to Michael Hamlet, to Taylor Swift. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies. I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.